0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Casual Nonsense. Uh, I'm your host, Mark. If you like what you hear today in this episode, be sure to tag a friend, and then we can let them join in on all the fun. Today, I welcome my favorite sister-in-law, Leanne, to the show. Lily has like a million hours of coaching yoga. So in this show, we dive a little bit into how she got started, what's her approach to life and all things, and really what's coming up next for her. So we had a great conversation, just kind of hanging out, shooting the shit, uh, and I think that you'll enjoy it too. So let's get right to it. Lily, what's up? Good morning to you. Good afternoon. Uh, Welcome to Casual Nonsense. I'm glad that you could make it on the show. Uh, How are you today?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me. I am really grateful that you asked me to be a guest on your show. It's my first podcast. I've... Ever been on? I love first timers. I love for, I
0: love I love breaking the cherries of podcasters. Yes, um, it's fun.
1: So I'm really excited to be here and just happy to be here with you and your family um, here for this week. Um, we are you are my brother-in-law. Yay. <laughs>
0: so all right, let's get into that for a moment, right? So, um, like I'm calling you Lily, but that's a nickname that I've just grown for you to have. Is yes. that what you prefer? You prefer Leanne? What do you want to be called? Um,
1: well, my name is Leanne, but I have gone by Lily my entire life so we can roll with Lee Lee. <laughs> done, done. say less
0: um yeah so you uh you're married to nick who is my brother-in-law you guys have been together for over 10 years You've been,
1: we've been together 10 years and married for four so we just celebrated okay. 10 years last week actually
0: well congratulations thank you yep
1: yep that's a big milestone <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Like he's in the military, right? Currently mm-hmm. stationed in Tennessee. We don't yep. have to give specifics. So I don't know if that's classified or not. But how's that? Like, how's how's living on military base life?
1: I never imagined I would be a military spouse. For one, right. um, I really knew nothing about military lifestyle, and I'd never been on a military post until we moved on to one. Um, our first base was in Alabama, and. I didn't have high hopes for living down there, to be honest. But <laughs> right. honestly, it was a pleasant surprise. We really enjoyed our time in Alabama. Good, um, but it was a is it's a different experience. I mean, it's a whole life transition. Um, Nick didn't just join the military. I did as well. Um, so we've learned a lot. We both have grown a lot. I have a whole new.
0: I feel like that should be on the brochure right there. Yeah. Uh, like It's not just you. It's, it's true, your spouse. Though. You yeah. really
1: have to think about that because I'm in it too. Even though I'm not I'm active, I still every choice he makes affects my That's lifestyle true. as yeah. well. Um, so we lived on post in Alabama since we've moved to Tennessee, we're off post. And I do enjoy that a bit better.
0: Okay. So you're not actually, you're not driving past a guard station to get to your house. Not anymore. Okay. No.
1: And that's nice. Cause like when you're on post, it is nice. You're very safe. Everyone knows like the lifestyle you're in, but then also everybody knows the lifestyle you're in. Like yeah, yeah. you don't escape the military. It's a
0: military location, right? So right. yeah, there's a lot of overlap
1: going on. Yes. So awesome. we have enjoyed living off post. We bought our first house uh, awesome. this year, which has been exciting. You know, it has, that's it's ups and downs as well. Oh yeah.
0: Home ownership. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. But it's so, good.
0: Uh, so while you're here, what we didn't, we kind of skipped over, but that's, that's great. Uh, so you, you are a yoga instructor, mm-hmm. right? So you've been into yoga for as long as I can remember. So you and I used to work together in uh we'll just say corporate America, right? Which you, you know, you you made the effort and realized pretty quickly that that wasn't for you. No. And I think that's I think that's the same for a lot of people. I think corporate America can can be a tough, I don't want to say transition, but just Just a lot of political bullshit. A lot of times that go on. It's a Um, different
1: lifestyle.
0: I say that because I'm still in it, (laughs) and it's you know I I take a slightly different approach. I think Uh, I try to be me, but then you there's still hoops you have to jump through, and if you know you want to keep your paycheck, I suppose.
1: Right. Um, And there's a lot of benefits to corporate. There is. There's some.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) so you made the move. You made the move though. You said you know what I'm good, and you went and got your. I don't know what is it called the yoga license like what's is it the um, title So
1: I got my so it starts with your 200 hour yoga teacher training so YTT if you've ever seen YTT somewhere with yoga okay. that's the yoga teacher training Namaste <laughs> And then once I got actually Like certified, I got registered through Yoga Alliance, which is a nonprofit organization where yoga teachers and schools can register themselves kind of like to be a little bit more legitimate, like you could search me on Yoga Alliance and see my certifications. And how many hours I've taught. But anybody
0: could teach yoga. Like I could claim to be a yoga teacher. Uh,
1: In certain states, yes. Uh, okay. Some states you don't have to be certified to be a teacher. In the state of, I believe the state of North Carolina, you do. You have to have at least a 200 hour. So I'm at my 500 hours now. So awesome. I've gone through my 200 and 300 hour. And then I actually recently just hit my like 1,000 hours of teaching. Wow. So I added an E to mine and I'm an expert experienced yoga teacher <laughs> well, that,
0: well, that was my point right so like the fact that you have that credentials if you will makes you legit you know yes if i put an ad in the paper say i want to teach you some child pose i mean someone may call but they I don't may know,
1: yeah. um but i can say look me up through yoga alliance and they'll see i have credentials yeah. um so that's nice now not every yoga teacher or school has to register through yoga alliance but most do
0: the ones that want to be legit. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> so you
0: said you learned. Uh, so you learned that initially right here in Raleigh.
1: Yes, actually, my um, initial training I did here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at the studio of um, on Hot Yoga and Circuit Studio. They have a few studios, but their very uh, first studio is right here in Raleigh. Um, nice. It's off of. Let me remember Raleigh Roads now. It's off of Glenwood, kind of across from the Angus Barn. So um, what we'll
0: do is we'll um we'll we'll put their website if you you know we'll yeah the website Instagram in the show handle. notes so if anyone's interested in starting that journey they can do the same
1: yeah shout out to Ty and Lasaco they're amazing <laughs> they're right. a wonderful studio uh, but also a really wonderful teacher training program and they have given me a really wonderful foundation to be the yoga teacher that I am today.
0: Wow, that's a good. Like that you just did there, um, you put that on the website. That's one yeah. of those, uh, what we call those, not the references, but the, yes,
1: anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> reviews, <laughs> reviews, yeah. I can't think of the term now, there's a term
0: for it. Um, oh, yeah, so you're doing that, so then you you go to Alabama, I think you were doing yoga there, so now you're in Tennessee and you're you're teaching classes, like that's your that's your jam now, like that's your business, yeah. Yep, right?
1: so um, back up a little bit. So in North Carolina, here, I would, I Left corporate America, I took that leap of faith and decided that I wanted to be a yoga instructor. Um, And then I've always nannied and worked with children. So I did yoga teacher nanny life for a long time. Then when we moved to Alabama for Nick's military journey, I decided I wanted to try just being a yoga instructor. So I was teaching at like, four or five different studios. I was teaching private clients. Um, I was doing group classes. Like I was doing almost like 12 to 14 sessions a week. It was insane.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Cause that's a couple of day, like that's juggling a lot of different places, a different.
1: It was, of- and I was managing it all. So it was, it was a lot and I was definitely burning out, but I really enjoyed it. Like I loved just teaching yoga all the Hurts time. Looks so good, right? Yeah, yeah. So it opened my eyes to like, this is what I do wanna do, but maybe I can't do it like right now. Um yeah. and also money wise I was like running myself thin. Well you
0: had this organized chaos, it seemed like a little bit <laughs> exactly. because you're you love doing it. You don't want to say tell no to anybody but you're stretching yourself so thin.
1: Exactly. And you're like, oh, it
0: hurts so good. Like it what's does. Yeah.
1: So it made me realize that is what I want to do, but it'll be much more manageable when like I have my own studio one day and it's in one spot, not right. me in a million different places. For sure. Um. So when we moved to Tennessee, I was like, all right, I'm going to take a little step back. I'm still going to teach, but I'm going to go back to nanny life again for like helping me with the burnout problem, but also money wise and just like, transition. So now that we've been here or in Tennessee um, over a year, I've made another transition and I just got a job as a pre-K education assistant, which I really love. And it's working well with my yoga schedule. So I'm teaching at a studio in Tennessee and I teach private sessions um, currently virtually, which is nice. It's a little less intensive for yeah. me <clears throat> and
0: you work with kids right like pre-k kids right? yes that's and nice. i actually
1: teach them yoga too that's, that's <laughs> and it's so much fun <laughs> well, you, yeah,
0: you. i remember you were a nanny for a while too you had a couple different gigs here in raleigh that um yes. hanging out with some kids whatever i know one guy that you worked for and he was sad to see you leave when you had to move so mm-hmm. shout out to will if you listen <laughs> um,
1: i do love the babies yeah <laughs> um, they're sweet so
0: that's quite a that's quite a journey to get to that point mm-hmm. right so, so for me, I don't do yoga, and it's not because I don't believe in yoga. It's just because I'm a dude and I'm ignorant, and that's just <laughs> that's just how I roll, right? Um, so, Stacy does yoga. I've tried doing it with her a few times. I don't have the patience for it, which is probably why you need to do it to begin with. So it's maybe a weird circle, mm-hmm. right? So, what drew you to like to that feel? Like, what what makes you want to do yoga? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tell me about that. Like, Great how does, question. You know, or and specifically, I guess, like too, like someone like me. How do how do you convince someone like me to do you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where's where does that line? Yeah, where do yeah. They blow, you know.
1: Um. So you asked a few questions
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I have an answer to all of them.
1: <laughs> uh. So. I found yoga in college initially at a rock climbing gym we went to, and I was like, I'm going to try a yoga class because it seemed like me, but I had never taken a yoga class before. So I tried it, and I really did enjoy it, but during college, I just didn't have the time. I didn't prioritize it. Also, the rock climbing gym we went to was kind of far, so... You know, that does account to you working out is how convenient it yeah, is. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I found it back in college. And then I didn't really dive into it, though, until we moved here to North Carolina post-college. And I initially wanted it for a workout to tone up to lose some weight. But then once I actually started, I was like, wow. There's so much more to it than just the physical um, side. Mental relief. Right? Yes, it's yeah. about the mental and it like really helped my mental health and the clarity of it and then there's and there's more on that I'll go into, but then sure. there's also brings community. Like the people that are surrounded by you in a yoga studio community are really wonderful and that's honestly been something that's helped me with Nick joining the military is that I have a community at every yoga studio I go to. Nice. And that's helped me a lot with, like, moving constantly. <laughs> yeah, yep. being a military
0: brat or whatever. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's how I found yoga, and then it, it literally changed my life. I mean, it turned my world upside down. Um, I know that doesn't happen to everybody, that I am an extreme example of how yoga is a benefit in my life. But for you, I would say, you know, like... You said you're not patient, so I would do a more upbeat class for you. I would do a class that has more movement in it. So your meditation will be more about the movement, not sitting still and just like oming. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that wouldn't be for you.
0: Reminiscing about my day. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Or maybe you would like to try some more of the advanced stuff. Like there are some like arm balances and things that are really fun and challenging. Like Nick really enjoys that side of the of okay. yoga the inversions where you're challenging the physical side of your body okay um i would recommend a vinyasa flow for you and i'll explain <laughs> what that is in a little bit too
0: we're gonna need a spell check yeah. on
1: vinyasa. <laughs> i'm gonna be throwing you some crazy words in a moment
0: <laughs> yeah, yoga dictionary
1: yeah and also like I find that if someone has told me they don't like yoga, now I know you said you didn't like yoga. You just haven't really given it like. A yeah, chance. I won't go as so
0: far as saying I don't like it yeah. because that's <clears throat> you know, but I haven't given it as due attention.
1: Yes. But if I find someone tells me they don't like it, they hate it, whatever, I think it's due to two different things. One, they either – they tried the wrong style of yoga. They went in thinking it was going to be something upbeat and fast and, yeah, doing handstands and they come in and it's a meditation class where they don't move the whole time or vice versa. They were looking for something very relaxing and it's like – some crazy peak poses where you're looking like a pretzel. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of stretching. Um, and, yeah. So
1: I think that can do it. And then also, so sadly, it could be a bad instructor. Um, somebody that's not actually certified. Okay. Someone's not, not actually qualified or they just haven't put as much time or energy into their teaching as somebody else has. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, like granted, it. everyone has to start somewhere. And I know when I very first started, I wasn't perfect and I'm still not perfect, <laughs> but you can tell now that I'm a more seasoned teacher <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> just by the way I teach. <laughs> um, yeah. So unfortunately that will, that will happen. Well, I think
0: you just proved that because, you know, I just gave you a quick example of, you know, I give you one sentence of why I don't do yoga and you're like, oh, well, here's a couple options. You know, the fact that you have that kind of at the ready, like we didn't even pre-prep that question, yes. you know? So I think that tells you the experience that you've gathered from. A thousand hours worth of teaching, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that's, I mean, you want anything anyone does, like any profession, if the more experience that person has, the more reps, whether it's a quarterback or a yoga instructor, you know, right. the more reps they get, you know, the, just the more, the better they're going to be. And at the it.
1: more knowledge you have. Yeah. Exactly. My dad always says knowledge is power.
0: Knowledge is.
1: <laughs> it is though. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Hey everyone, Mark here. And I wanted to tell you about a new podcast that I'm hosting. It's called the double take co-hosted by Terrence Jordan. Uh, He and I, together, we talk about our favorite rewatchable movies. We try our best to bring our unique insight, and we do as much deep dive and behind-the-scene moments that you didn't even know existed. So if you like movies, give us a listen. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. But to make it easy, you can find the links in the show notes for this episode. So remember, the double take, check us out, and now back to the show. So it's also good for your for your mental health. Like you you were kinda of starting to touch upon that a little bit, I think. You know, I did orange theory for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, obviously a physical, cardio type workout. Stacy started doing another program here in Raleigh where I think it's Spenga. Mm-hmm. Spenga. So it's like you're you're on a bike, you do weights, and then you have yoga. So I went with her for I wanted to say multiple sessions, but I think I only went once because again, impatient, right? So I did the one and I didn't enjoy that because I was, you know, I'm s i am I got so much the testosterone from you're on the bike for twenty minutes and then you're lifting for twenty minutes and I feel like it was a rushed lift. So I didn't really get a satisfaction out of doing the weights. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Okay, we're gonna sit down and relax now and stretch and you know, and it could be the instructor, it could be my mindset was already I don't like it, I don't wanna do it, but I gotta sit there for twenty minutes, right. you know, because you know, Stacy drove and I had to mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where I think if I gave it a chance, I think as, as I get up there in age, I think, and this is what a lot of people will, will talk about too, is like the, not just the stretching and the, the looseness of it, but I think the mental clarity. And mm-hmm. so do you see a lot of change in that with people when they come in, maybe someone that's, I don't know how many classes it takes before you start to see that change. But if someone comes in, we'll say as ignorant as me and they say, well, I'm forced to be here or I'm going to give it a chance. Do you see that transition at all?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, So on Saturdays, now I'm down to once a month, but for over a year, I did every Saturday. I taught a free class for active duty, military veterans and first responders. Oh, nice. And some of these um individuals that came in had to take the class for whatever reason I'd have to sign a paper for them and they would come in kind of like that like I kind of have to be here you know right, like right. I don't really want to be here but I have to be here and then slowly as they're having to come, I start noticing them paying attention more, like really focusing on their breath. Um, and then slowly I'd stop having to sign the papers and they're just coming on their own. Um, and they're like telling me like at work the other day when we had to hold planks for PT, I was thinking about your breathing cues that you gave me. And I was, I'm like, that's awesome yeah you touch their lives right (laughs) yeah so they're seeing the benefit though like and it's yeah and whatever that is for you so it could be the physical like a lot of people do see physical benefit from it but a lot of people I think more than anything find that mental clarity like you said and that calmness and being like oh this is a tool I can actually use and I always like to say like use this on and off the mat. Like you learn it on your yoga mat, but you can continue to use what you learn on the mat off of it to help you in your everyday life. And I'm not saying like, go do tree pose when in the middle of your workday when you're like (laughs) needing to ground, but you could take five breaths for just a moment to like, if you're feeling scattered.
0: (laughs) Well, I think in this day and age that we live in, I think, you know, and there's a lot of other podcasts specifically Mm -hmm. about like mental health and things like that. So I think that... You know, I, again, I'm gonna just keep touching upon my ignorance from growing up in a world that I grew up in, in kind of a, a cynical environment, if mm-hmm. you will, where it's like, oh, you hurt, rub dirt on it, suck it up, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, right? I mean, I grew up in a time with no seatbelts, right? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid. So, so here we are in this world now.
1: Aging yourself, Mark? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> a little bit, little bit. That's okay. Um, but you, you know, now we're in a time where I don't want to say we're oversensitive, but I think I think part of it is just that. Right. But what happens is that all these things that have always been in existence, even years ago, but never touched upon. So now we're out here and we're looking at the, the mental health side of things. So like you said, I mean, I work a job. I don't particularly feel it's all that stressful. It doesn't mean there's no stress involved. Mm-hmm. So there's those days where you come home angry or at work, you're angry. And if you have these techniques to be like, you know what, let me just take a second and breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. And if anyone knows me, that's really not my style. But if I ever get to that point, you know, what a difference that's going to be, right? Yes, <laughs> right?
1: absolutely. But I think
0: anyone can use that. So no matter what your job is, whether you're in the military mm-hmm. or you work in, in an IT service desk mm-hmm. or, uh, or whatever. A teacher. A teacher. You just have that breakdown. So part of the breathing that you teach, do you get into any mental health with people or is it just kind of like you're in there? Like when you walk through these doors, let your stress
1: out. Yeah. So that's a little like – complicated because we're Multiple not questions yeah again, again <laughs> you're really throwing them at me um it's tough because i do get asked a lot of like medical questions all the time and i'm like i'm not a doctor <laughs> i right. can't like diagnose you and i can't for sure tell you that this posture is going to fix that ailment but i can give suggestions and i can tell you like yes this stretches the hamstring will it fix your hamstring I can't say, right. but like in the same terms of mental health, like because it's such a safe environment that I'm providing for people and just my overall like vibe, people open up to me, which I love. But sometimes I'm like, I'm not your therapist right? <laughs> right? because people will like uh, with some yoga postures and some just like no, what people are going through. A lot of people end up break down and crying in my yoga classes because of That's awkward. <laughs> no, it's a safe space. No, but not only um, for you, like right. what if I'm
0: next to this girl and I'm, and I'm trying to like get, and stops sc- like, what, what's happening you're right you're in now?
1: your own zone when you're, uh, and right. it, I swear, you're not really thinking <laughs> about anybody else around you. Okay. Um, you're really just like in, you're in your own. Okay. Um, but people will have these moments of releasing pent up maybe trauma or energy that's being stored in their body they didn't even know was there. And I put them in this posture and they'll just like, Breakdown sometimes, which mm. I th- it's great, but also sometimes they want to talk about it, and I'm like, ooh, it's a different so session. It's hard yeah. for me to create boundaries in my yoga practice because I want to be that space for them, but also, again, I like I said, I'm not your therapist. You want to send them out the door
0: <coughs> crying, yes, and then they're driving their car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that has been a something I've had to navigate delicately um, in my career, but I think yeah. I'm getting better at it um, and being like. A shoulder to cry on, but also like.
0: Well, could you roll that into like a like without psychology degree? You know what about like a life coach? You know what I mean? Yeah, add I, that into the mix. I have
1: thought about moving towards that side of things because people do just like I said end up asking me for advice anyway. Yeah, you might so as well get some.
0: I might as well get paid well for
1: it. Paid for it yeah. more. Yeah, an extra
0: fifty bucks. We'll talk for the next half yeah. hour, and you tell me all about it. We'll go sit down. We'll have some some tea right. or whatever. Yeah, and...
1: you're so right. And I have. um friends and like coworkers that uh, work in the same world that i do and they have that extra accreditation as well to just give more and like you said though actually get like paid for it because that's the work i'm in is is challenging with that because like you want to just give and give but also like my time is worth something
0: <laughs> good, you know good vibes don't pay the bills yeah, <laughs> you yeah. I mean? so, <laughs> so you might as well tack a little you know tack a little right, something on the back end right. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool how, um, like you can't force a good, like a good vibe on people. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like Stacy's the same way with her job. And I tell about this all the time, you know, when you have these patients that come in and whatever will come customers or clients or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, they either love you or they don't like, there's not a lot of gray area there. Right. So it's either like, if they love you, like, Oh my God. And in your case, they're going to come back to your class all the time. Cause they're like, Oh, I I like what this girl's bringing because A lot of cases, you know, you're you're buying the salesman, you're buying the instructor, but you know, you you're going through and people come in and because they like you, they're gonna keep coming to your class and that says something. So as long as they're coming back, you're doing something right. Right. Because like you said, you're not the only game in town. Right. So but how do you become the best game in town.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? It just you're doing it by being yourself.
1: Exactly. And it is really cool cuz I have moved around quite a bit now. I've worked at many different studios and it takes a little while cuz like people have to know who you are, but mm. I gradually do start to build a following that free class I was talking about I do on Saturdays for military veterans and first responders. When I very first started, I had two people showing up and one of them was Nick, my husband. And we were in a smaller room. We have like downstairs in the studio and it is now upstairs and it's like a uh, wait-listed every single week now. Wow. Um, since I started teaching it. How so, many like,
0: people fit in class?
1: Uh, So the the small room, we could only have eight, but now we can have like, they limit it at like 15, but we can fit 20 in that room. So like I'll bump them in <laughs> right, i don't it, care if a <laughs> yeah back. if there's space there's space <laughs> yeah so that was pretty cool just to see that grow in a year sure, of me sure. being there
0: so that's you have that's at a studio yes okay
1: yeah so i nice. teach at a studio in tennessee called sanctuary on maine and when you were asking how would you get me into like yoga yes. their studio is beautiful well, it's just aesthetically beautiful. It's in a really old building like from the eighteen hundreds and they refinished it and it's got like exposed brick and beams. It's gorgeous. Yes. But I digress. Um, they have a cafe as well and like events and like a hangout area. So like you're still in the yoga studio without having to do yoga. So like maybe you come and enjoy a coffee there, you know, but it gets you in the environment. And then you see all these people doing yoga and then you see, oh, it's not just young women all doing yoga. Like we have a wide demographic yeah. of people that come. So I think that might get you be like, oh, there are more men here that do yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I think a lot of times, and this goes with any kind of workout in my opinion, like this is just in my experience is it, it snowballs, right? So when I was going to – Orange Theory and you know they do this a similar thing you're you're standing in the lobby waiting to go in and the trainer comes out and they're trying to hype you up you know for better or worse right depending on the trainer right and you're like hey let's get excited I'm gonna go bust ass for the next 45 minutes or whatever you know but you get in there and you have a camaraderie with the people that are in there because everyone's going through the same thing mm-hmm. you know easy workout bad workout it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know hard workout but then you come out of there and you're right you're you're in the studio you're in that vibe yeah and it's the way that that I used to kind of think about it a little bit was, you know, not everyone is doing this, not everyone can do this. You know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm hearing like you're not saying that exactly, but that's what I'm seeing is like you know you're in the studio and you're feeling it and you're like, okay, this is a a family if you will of people that are all going kind of going through this. Yes. And I don't want to make yoga sound hard or easy or whatever because clearly it's it's, it's all of that. But you know, you get in that kind of that zone.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey.
0: Let's get it done because there's very minimal poses that I could do today, <laughs> right? So I'm not going to shortchange anything you do. I've seen your pictures. You're doing some weird pretzel pose <laughs> on one toe. And I'm like, good for her.
1: <laughs> but you're saying like community though. It brings mm. community. Um, that, that's what I was that's hearing out of that. Yeah, that. yeah. Good Um That kind of segues into me wanting to talk a little bit more of like what yoga truly is and the meaning of it and all. Sure. Um, so yoga roots back to like – Um, india in their ancient times it's a really old practice and their yoga has been translated in time to english but it originally was written in sanskrit the ancient um, language in india so yoga translates to the word yuj which translates to the word union Um, so i like to look at that as union of breath body and mind um, so you're trying to find that unity within yourself, but then also it is community um so finding community unity within the people you're practicing with you okay. know, and within that studio, but it can branch farther than that, you know, because my studio gets um really involved with the actual community, you know, so like it can branch much further than that, and then some would argue too that it's about union with nature um because no, closer you can get to nature, it's more to like our actual like roots and.
0: A lot of people do yoga. I seen yeah, yoga outside. Yeah, a lot of it people. is
1: outside, and it is a very different experience when you do yoga outside. Like it's a much more grounding experience, I believe. Now, there's many different components that make up yoga, but I think the two main components are the breath, which in Sanskrit is called pranayama, and then there's the physical postures, which is called asana. Uh, so if you've ever heard those words thrown around, I like the word pranayama. I think it's fine. It rolls off the tongue <laughs> nicely. Yeah, <mostly>. pranayama. <laughs> um, but if you just sit and connect with your breath, you're doing yoga. So you're saying, I can't do all these postures, but like you sitting and breathing and connecting with your breath is true yoga. So like, I truly believe that every single body can do yoga and there is, they just need to find their right form. There are different forms of that as well, (laughs) Um, but there's a lot of different forms of the physical side of yoga. So um, we were talking about vinyasa earlier. I mentioned that. That is connection of breath to movement. So each breath you take, you'll move into a different posture. That is a bit more upbeat version of yoga. Um, You're going to build heat. You might sweat. So that's the one I think you would like a bit more. Okay. Um, There's one called ashtanga, which is like really intense and it's very strict like it's a very specific sequence and if you stray from it it's like hit with the ruler no not not really hit with the ruler
0: (laughs) these are also names of uh characters in the lion king (laughs) 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 very possibly yeah
1: um and then there's just like on that side of it there's the arm balances i was talking about like peak pose flows peak pose flows where you're warming the body up to do a more advanced posture so you see like these instagram yogis and they're doing all these crazy things but what they're not typically showing you is like the hour they took of like warming the body up to get to that to get to spot. that difficult level. yes yeah. yes so it's not like now, and granted, maybe some do just throw themselves into it, but that's where you're going to hurt yourself. And that's where you're not benefiting your body. You know, like okay. there's a, a way to do it the right way. Like, and the way I was trained in my teaching, it's like, you're specifically warming up X, Y, and Z parts of the body so you can get here. And then at the end of the flow, you're stretching out X, Y, and Z but, uh Body Sorry, part? body parts, body, part, yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> body parts so that you are also stretching them out. So they're not just getting tightened up after doing that crazy pose. You know, like okay. that's my ideal sequence of a flow would be to, it makes sense. It'd be methodical. <laughs> see, that's why you're the instructor.
0: You know, that's yeah. why you're the teacher. So you say, hey, we're not going to jump into that.
1: Right. So there's that side of it. And then there's also the very like super chill, like, the meditation, um, there's restorative yoga. And restorative yoga is where you have all these props holding you up. There's these pillows and blankets. There's these things called bolsters, which are really firm pillows. And they hold you in the posture because you hold a pose for two to ten minutes, which seems really crazy, but it's to support you and to let your muscles relax and like lengthen more than they would any other time. Like okay. you don't often ever give your body that time to just like chill out other than sleeping. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then same with your nervous system. Your nervous system doesn't typically get a break other than when you go to sleep. So if you are taking a restorative yoga class, you're allowing your nervous system an actual reset. So you're allowing it to like calm down for once Um, and that's allowing the rest of your body to function a little bit better but it's not easy restorative yoga is challenging because sitting in a posture for 10 minutes and not moving is really hard you know so yeah in that type of class you're learning tools of how to calm the mind how to use your breath and your body to help you stay in the present moment but it's not i mean i will i will say it takes quite a few of those classes for you to like sink in. (laughs) I mean, I
0: imagine you don't go into day one and say, we're going to sit here for 10 minutes in silence in this position. Like, do you ease into it? Right.
1: Or I warn you, we're going to be here for 10 minutes. It's (laughs) going to be challenging. Like, and don't get frustrated with yourself if your brain's racing, you know, and I'm going to give you lots of reminders to come back to your breath. And I'm going to remind you to check in with tension points in your body, you know, so that's why I'm there to help guide you through it to make it a little easier okay. because doing it on your own at home you're gonna get up after two minutes (laughs) (laughs) you know right
0: because you don't yeah no one's holding you accountable if i'm doing it right here yeah
1: um
0: i think a lot like you mentioned a little bit like with calming the mind a little bit like that's the only time i do see that now is when essentially bedtime you know Mm -hmm. i'll lie in bed and if i'm not either super tired or maybe a little drunk (laughs) chances are i'm running through my head like what 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 am I doing at work tomorrow? what mm-hmm. What's next on the podcast? what What's going on this weekend? You yeah. know whose birthdays are coming up? like all these little things that little kind of stress builders, if you will, you know, and sometimes it's very annoying because I'll lie in bed for a half hour forty five minutes when I know I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm like if I'm gonna stay up, I'll go down and watch you know another episode of Sons of Anarchy or right, something. you right. know what I mean i i think I think all of us it's like should find the time to pay yourself back mentally, I guess.
1: Yes, you know? absolutely. I, I, I'm i glad you mentioned that because I struggle with that as well. My brain just like won't shut off at night and it's like little things, but they do build up and it's like, you're not going to solve these problems right now. So like stop, but it won't stop. So I've uh, gotten a practice of doing my meditations going to sleep. So I put my AirPods in, I have an app that I use and they, excuse me, are guiding me sleep basically um and it really has helped me with that my brain okay talking to me too much when i'm trying to use that
0: too she's got that meditation app
1: and it really helps because it'll just like and i'll notice i wander but then once i hear their voice again i'm like okay okay come back into the meditation snaps you right back yeah it brings you you right back into it and typically for the sleeping ones it's having you really concentrate on your breathing or um Body scanning, and that's a technique where you literally scan through, like, every inch of your body and basically tell it to, like, relax. Okay. And then, so if you're body scanning and your brain wanders, once you realize you wander, just go back to the part of the body you remember you last told to, like, chill out. (laughs) And that can be a really helpful way to, like, sink into sleep. Um,
0: I'm surprised more, like, corporate America companies, and maybe they do, just mine doesn't, um, don't kind of offer these types of classes, like middle of the day or in the morning or after work yeah. or something like that, just to have more like that, more that clarity.
1: Yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean, some do. And I think it's growing more awareness that it's needed, especially in corporate America. Um, and when I was working at our corporate job, I was, at, it was like when I was going through my teacher training. So I offered a few sessions for okay. my specific team.
0: Good practice. Too. Yeah, it was yeah.
1: really good practice. And I, I believe it, it helped. I mean something you could mention, be like, let's let's get this going. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's true. Because a lot of but I do know like I have friends that do go to corporate offices and they offer a session at yeah, noon or at the end of the day or whatever it is. I think I'm actually gonna start offering maybe once or twice a month, um a class to my the elementary school I work at to the teachers after school. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to do one for the kids too, but I really want to do one for the teachers because they are stressed out, man. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> they need sure. it.
0: <laughs> I think so. We've got a couple of things you can expand on. That's one of them. You can look into life coaching.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to build this. We're going
0: to build you little empire. Yeah. Thing.
1: Yeah. Yep. I love it. Good. Um, diving into the meditation a little bit more though there's many different just like yoga (laughs) there's many different forms of meditation and I think that's where there's a stigma with meditation because everyone thinks it's just like being quiet and sitting on a pillow and like not moving and not doing anything and you know your mind's just blank but that's yes that might be the overall goal but that's not easy to do you know and that's not the only form of meditation so like One of my favorites, which is similar to kind of the sitting still, but it's a mindfulness meditation, and that's where you're using the breath as an anchor point to bring you into the present moment. So you're just continually being reminded to come back to the breath. Now, like I said, having a blank mind just, like, isn't realistic. So kind of getting that stigma out of the way because you're just going to keep getting mad at yourself and frustrated if you're trying to just stay neutral in there. Yeah. So, it's more about the ability to become aware when the mind has wandered and not having a reaction from that. And rather you notice it, let it go and then come right back into the breath. That's the actual like act of mindfulness. But that's hard too to have no reaction. Like I'll notice I do it too. I'm like, "Oh, just like stop." stop being so busy right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, why are you getting mad at yourself? And then I get mad at myself for being mad at myself, you know, like so in it's your, a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, so in your classes, you teach like kind of methods, like yeah. maybe little baby steps almost to say, uh-huh. here's, here's how you get better at this as you go. I mean, if you've been doing it for a thousand hours plus, mm-hmm. you know, now it's okay. Like here's some little practices you can do so that if I was to take a class like that, like I need to, you need to do it more than just in class. Like that's something if I'm only going to take a class twice a week or whatever it is right. when I'm at home, what can I do to practice? Things like that. Like yes. you give kind of homework, if you will.
1: Yeah. I'll give tools and I'll, tools. I'll give those reminders. Like you can do this at home. Like I said, on and off the mat, like this is helpful for you when you're dealing with a stressful situation, when you are feeling scattered and anxious, Use this breathing technique to help ground you, you okay. know, like uh, exactly. Like, that's, that's my goal <laughs> is so that people start using these things in their everyday life to get them to. It becomes, becomes a habit at that Yes, point. yes, repetition. exactly. Yep. Exactly. And then other forms of meditation are like that vinyasa flow, I keep going back to. That's a meditation of movement. Like, when I'm doing that type of style of yoga, I'm very present because there's just so much movement to the breath that you're you're in the zone, of yeah. ra- lack of a better word. <laughs> um, and then there can also be meditations where you are uh, doing a visual meditation. So it's a little bit of the opposite where you're trying to escape the present moment. So maybe it's trying to give somebody a safe space to be able to escape to in their mind. Um, or maybe it's them giving like a calmer setting like visualize being at the ocean or the mountains so that you can kind of calm yourself to deal with the chaos right like little
0: tricks to say hey you almost trick your mind into being here yes and then once you're there like
1: right it's calm and then once you come back to the busy busy chaos of the world we live in it's a little bit calmer in here you know yeah
0: you've created a door to this yeah space that you can go back to
1: exactly exactly so there's and again, there's so much more, but those are the main ones that I've worked in to help people and that have helped me.
0: So how much of this do you do outside of the studio? So I know you have um, like you have your Instagram page. Do you do you have a well, you have in the works, at least like maybe like a website that has like a like a blog or something like
1: that? Like so we like have
0: a lot of information yes. that maybe needs to be spread out it beyond, does
1: <laughs> you know uh so i'm actually working with one of my really close dear friends um her name is bridget but she goes by jet jet j-e-t-t love her to death um she is also a yoga instructor we call each other our co-manifestors okay. um we are in the works of creating something right now um it's still in the early stages so i'm not going to give you too much information on this but it's basically going to be we're going to be working together um, on creating more accessibility for yoga meditation and breath work um, and we're working together on something that will involve that okay um, and that's okay. like really all I'm going to say about that because we're still in the pretty early stages of it all but we are called mindful motions um and you can follow us on instagram um and we'll we'll put put this out but it's um at mindful period motions underscore
0: (laughs) and we'll put those links right in the show description yeah (laughs) yeah um, along with your your uh information as well yeah but that's
1: we both have an expanse amount of knowledge. And we both are really passionate about it and love what we do. So we do want to share more of it with the world. So we are working on something to, to be able to do that.
0: I think because what the advantage that you'll have here, right? And this is my entrepreneurial brain goes this way, right? If you have these connections with people, they come in and they're they're crying to you and they want to talk to you more and you have an opportunity for like, say a life coach situation. Well, there's probably people that want to talk to you, but respect those boundaries. And then they don't. But if you give them an avenue to say, "Hey, no pressure," but if you need to talk to me about anything else, like here's how you find me. Maybe it's a maybe it's a blog site. Maybe it's a your own podcast at some point, and mm-hmm. people just want to come in and let things loose. Yeah, you know, maybe it's a private session. Just set up a Zoom account or one on one sessions with like whatever. Like- I
1: mean, I I do do private one-on-ones and do them through zoom so if anyone's looking oh, for a well, private you know. right. <laughs> i'm looking to pick up another person right now but see, so
0: like but you'd have to be able you have to advertise that so i right. didn't know that about you right. right so if i went to your instagram page does it say that on there i don't know like but if in your class mm-hmm. maybe that's when you find out that's when you get it
1: well part of it's been transition lately too like when i was in alabama and i was just doing teaching i was advertising that quite a lot but okay. now that I'm in a transition period right now, <laughs> but I, I hear I hear I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all, yes to all the things. Um, Marketing is very important.
0: <laughs> you know, but it's it's such a tough avenue. It seems so easy, but there's so many facets of marketing that make it not easy.
1: Yes, you know,
0: I mean, because you're a consumer, I'm a consumer, so you think, of course, I know how to market. Like, who doesn't know? Right. Until you start trying to do it, and I can only relate that to like in this case, podcasting, like you realize right. how difficult it is to market a podcast, you know, and you obviously want to do it as cheap as you can. You don't want to like, hey, let me just spend 10 grand advertising. Like, right. No, there's no guarantee for that. Right. But it's those little things you can do piece by piece. And I just, uh-huh. did my observations of just us talking, I was like, oh yeah, like here's some ideas. Like let's, let's bend this out. Like if you were living here, I'm like, let me help you. Like, I let's know. get this going. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but that's awesome. Good for you. Good for, good for Jet. Good for, uh, you. good for the upcoming, um adventure if you will
1: yes we're so very excited no eta in
0: that yet right just no not quite soon. yet Stay. coming
1: soon keep an eye out on our instagram big things are coming though
0: awesome awesome any uh any other shout outs you want to provide here today um no pressure you don't have to but it's no a-
1: just um <laughs> i want to shout out to my husband nick for being a wonderful supporter just like in all things but specifically in my yoga journey he has been so supportive when I went through my 200 hour training he was my demo person constantly Um, same with my 300 hour I had to do a workshop on side planks and he was doing side planks every single day (laughs) as I was uh, prepping for it and he comes to my classes constantly and he's just a really wonderful support um, in all things, but specifically my yoga, he's been great.
0: And that's actually a pretty good point because if you don't have the support of your other half, if you will, in any adventure, like you're doomed, yeah. you're doomed. You <clears know? throat> it makes and it very I,
1: difficult. <laughs> it does. I've said it more
0: than once on this show, having the support of my family to do even a podcast or a t-shirt business or mm-hmm. whatever else someone wants to run. Uh, if you don't have the support of your family, then it's not going to go very far
1: No, because you're not. always going to
0: have that. Like in the back of your head, like, oh, they think I'm wasting my time. They don't believe in this right. particular avenue. So having a support of someone like Nick to come in and be like, not only do I support you, I'm going to be your 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 number you one fan test, you crash yeah. test dummy. If you <laughs> yeah, will, yeah. Right? Um So that's awesome. Like, I think that's uh, so good for good for him, good for yeah, you. Yeah, that's it's cool. great,
1: and it's great for him too. Like, I love that it it's truly good for him too. You know, it's benefiting him. So yeah. That's... he
0: gets to stay in his top not only physical shape but yeah. mental shape right as he needs to be being in the military
1: exactly you know active exactly.
0: active military
1: right right, right. yeah
0: so, <laughs> that's awesome okay.
1: yeah and thank you um thank you mark for having me on your show and for uh hosting nick and i for thanksgiving it has been a lovely weekend (laughs) so much fun lots of games and puzzles
0: yep yep you've been a champion this weekend that's true i I have nine and one i've like won
1: a lot of the games so y'all watch out if you ever play a game with me yep
0: i play to win silent killer (laughs) all right well uh awesome well thanks for coming on the show i appreciate it you know i think that hopefully anyone listening um can look at yoga slightly differently Mm -hmm. um you know myself included you know it's one of those things like i said i'm i'm ignorant to the to what it is and part of it too is you you just when you're not exposed to it in the right way i think sometimes that furthers the ignorance
1: right and it creates that stigma
0: um give it a chance give it a chance give it a chance if you have
1: questions let me know i'll answer all your yoga questions dm me there you Go slide on in slide there. Slide on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> JK, JK. <laughs> nice. All right. Thank you, Mark. Cool. All right,
0: everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, stay casual.
1: Stay casual.